Hi, Hi friends. friends. I'm Loza. I'm Isaias, and this is Light in Love with Loseas, the podcast. We're a married couple living in Los Angeles, walking by faith and doing so transparently. Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we navigate matters of light, love, work, and life. Thanks for tuning in. Sim, 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 Who has the keys to my bimma? What? Who am I? You got nothing to say. Apparently, I don't know the song. It was a test. And I failed. No. And I think that people are coming to learn that you actually don't know lyrics and only melodies. You know what For I... For as many times as you know, you've sung. You know what? Podcast. Like, if anyone can relate to this, please let me know in the comments. There's two types of people in this world. There are people who know lyrics and there are people who know vibes. And I know the vibe, I know the vibe and the spirit of the song. It's hilarious. And that's really the essence and the heart of what matters most is what I would say. Yeah, no. You gotta know the lyrics. So, what, so what's the lyrics? Then? I don't know the lyrics in the song, but traditionally you need to know the lyrics. Sela, our daughter, is also a viber, so she's a viber. She gets it from her dad. She's but I'm totally did you hear what the lyrics said? He said I wasn't but even you, paying see, attention. See, for the people, even though if the people didn't understand what I said, they felt what I said. Maybe they did. And you know what's most important is that what you is, feel it. You that, feel it. That's you, fair. you know what I'm saying? Well, hopefully that was a welcoming feeling to you guys. That's 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 <laughs> what I was hoping we can accomplish. There and you go. Uh, I think we did it. Um, yeah. Loza, how are you today? Good, Isaiah. How are you? Or how are you tonight, I guess is a better This question. evening, as you guys can tell, we're fl- we film these things late at Man. night once the kids go to sleep and... Man, we got a whole story. We're going to get into it. But yes, welcome yes, to yes, the yes. Light and Love with Lose's podcast, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are on season two, episode 13. We oh, are man. in this we're season. Cooking. We're, we're cooking. cooking. We're cooking. Yes. The Holy Spirit's working. We're moving. Yes, we're yes, trying. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been good. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the first few episodes. Watching, actually, on YouTube. Yes, we are now on YouTube. What's going on, everybody? Um, it's been kind of cool to like go back and like watch ourselves right i'm like oh is that what we look like low-key i was uh, we were we were in the kitchen like yesterday two days ago and i like i can only see like the side of what was going on in there and like all i could see is like loza like leaning in and just like smiling looking at something and then lo and behold it was us because <laughs> i was like wow you i can us. you love us I, I do love us i do love us hopefully you guys love us too but i think i was also smiling because i could see my discomfort I feel it. It's a whole nother thing to like see the discomfort uh, <laughs> on uh, on the podcast, especially regarding the last episode on friendship. So a lot of good feedback from everyone. Yes, so yes, thank yes. you guys for watching. We hope that episode was liberating, hopeful, encouraging for those of you guys that are navigating friendships, wanting to navigate friendships. I mean, that's everybody, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. You know what I... This might be an interesting segue, but you know what I realized after the fact? Mm-hmm. Leading up to that, and we kind of alluded to this, I felt a lot of um I felt like a lot of resistance from wanting to put that out. Mm-hmm. And the next I, day he was like, something's I felt not like, right. I felt like we had a vulnerability we had a I, not I felt we had a vulnerability hangover. One hundred percent. And um now in hindsight, I feel like that resistance was a sign that we were doing something that was necessary. Correct. Um, Because God's not afraid to like push the limits. And that's how I knew that I was like, okay. (sighs) It was the right move. 
It was the right move. I think um, so. So that's going to be relevant to our conversation today. It is. Do we want to do a review first? Or yeah, let's do that. Let's end? do that. Um, Just to thank you guys for reviewing. Yes. Thank you guys for reviewing. Please, can you guys continue to do that? Yeah, you, guys went gangbusters. you guys went gangbusters <laughs> last last season. Yeah. And we need that same gangbuster activity because... <laughs> uh, it's just it's just helpful it yeah it helps, helps the podcast it helps the podcast it, get it, more visibility it creates more visibility and we love to hear from you guys so yeah, we really do um we appreciate you guys we can't do this without you um so we appreciate your written support um but we would also appreciate your financial support Ooh. Um, we have a donor box, if I'm not mistaken. I think we're going to be working on... I'm actually really freestyling right now. Loza does I'm not like, know what's uh, about to come out of my mouth next. <laughs> this is marriage, guys. I'm like, I what can see you out of the corner of my eye being like, this man is truly flying off the script right now. <laughs> we'll have a script, but continue. Um, proverbial script. Um, mm-hmm. Donor box should be in the show notes. And you know what? Depending on <laughs> depending on how things come together, we might have a cash app or a memo coming <laughs> soon too. <laughs> because we want to facilitate ways in which we can really start expanding this thing and stewarding what we have here in a more meaningful way. And exactly. uh part of the way we can facilitate that is to have you guys partner with us in this way. So Yeah. So we're definitely in prayer prayer about it. So before any of that hope you guys are praying for us as yes. you guys are encouraging us and reviewing this thing. And just, yeah, we're believing it to become whatever God wants it yes. to be. And a lot of that just comes with asking God, what what are you, what, ima- what, what have what you imagined for this, yes, Lord? And yes, how yes. should we direct our energy? So, um, yeah, pray for us. That's the first way to support. Yes. Second way, financially. Third way. Actually, first way, prayer. Second way, review. Actually, third first way, way. No, no, no. Actually, I'm such a type A person. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate <laughs> yeah. all of them. Anyways, we appreciate all of them. We love you guys yes. to say um, that. So what is the review? The review today comes from Galila M. And we got five stars. The subheading is, I love it here. And she said, listening to this podcast gets me through my workouts. Each episode is full of wisdom, encouragement, and practical ideas on how to live our most excellent lives. Talk about it. Uh, I also appreciate the light moments of banter and laughter. Such a well-rounded podcast. Wow, that is that's, that's really as, nice. That's as good Thanks, as it gets, Galila. Galila. Thank you so much. Um, that actually, that actually is that makes me feel really good inside. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get better than that. Um, okay, so what do we have in store today, Loza? So we are excited to bring to you guys season two, episode thirteen, and we've again working title. I always hates when I like introduce a title. It's okay, you know, it's like it's fine, fluid, but. Um, it's the call to create and the war against it. Okay. And the what, re- is it, what does that mean? Yeah. So basically the reason we want to, to share on this actually, and we'll kind of speak to it right before we hopped on recording this thing. Um, Isaiah was like, what did you say? He was like, oh, I feel like we should, now that we're kind of turning in the direction of just being all hands on deck, right? All cylinders moving. We need to make sure we're being prayerful and being led by the spirit. Um, I feel like usually when we're walking in this direction, a lot of like resistance or things show up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, great. Let's definitely pray about it. And then sure enough, as soon as we finished prayer, maybe what, like 30 minutes later, we got in an argument. And I was like, scrap the whole the thing. The devil be sneaking up, man. <laughs> I was like, I'm not recording. <laughs> 
the last thing we're going to do is fake the funk, which real talk, yeah, we yeah. will not get on the mic yes. if something's not right. If something's right. popping in this house, y'all going to hear. We about. don't we don't do that. We don't do that. So I was like, dude, what are what are the odds? And so we um, took it to prayer again. And we're like, you know what? Maybe we need to touch on, you know, obviously resistance, but resistance in light of this call that I feel like human beings all have. Um, which is a call to create and it's I think, a faith I think, process. And maybe we can go into like defining it, seeing why resistance shows up and what we're supposed to do with it. Yeah. Cause I think the idea of resistance is something that is, can be applied on a, on a larger scale. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we talk about it in that, in that kind of respect where we were so clear headed about the intentional good thing that we want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then Anytime that you are working towards something that's meaningful, there tends to be pushback, right? Like nothing worthwhile ever comes naturally or easily for Mm -hmm, the most part. mm -hmm. Um, And I think more than just like a natural idea, which is true that we all experience and everything that we do, whether it's working out or whatever, I think at the core of it, there is a spiritual idea, you know, Mm -hmm. like the Bible talks about this idea that this is like not just a a war of flesh and blood this is like a battle of principalities mm-hmm. so like you know there, there's there's multiple ways to look at it mm-hmm. um and i think we can kind of touch on all of those things mm-hmm. um but let's let's think about how as people mm-hmm. who were fearfully and wonderfully created in the image of god mm-hmm. if we were created in the image of god then that implies that we are also people who are creative if God is the one who created us, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. what is that, if we were to take that idea, Mm -hmm. what does that look like for creative people to experience resistance in their day-to-day? What does that, what does that look like? Yeah. And I think um, defining creative, I think is important because I don't want those of you guys that don't classify yourself as creative to clock out yet. That's a really good distinction. You know what I mean? Because I think when God, you know, obviously the creator overall, the one who imagined and created at his word, fashioned the stars, created land and sea. Like when he created man and woman in his image, there's, you know, and we we can see through biblical example that he created mankind, I feel like with the seed to create, to wow. dream, to imagine. Right. And it doesn't always look like an artistic form. Right. I think society has kind of misconstrued this view of like, oh, to create, you must be a creative. That means that you are an artist, like a potter. That means that you are an actor or a writer. And realistically... That's definitely a misnomer for what it means. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, on any given day, regardless of what space you occupy, you are bringing things to fruition that once were not there. So that in and of itself is an act of creation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like... I mean, like, when when I was 15... One of my one of my first jobs, actually not my second job technically, because my first job I worked at Shoe Magic, and I was selling this solution <laughs> that was purple. It made shoes turn purple. That was cleaning people's shoes in the mall. You didn't, my, did you know that it was turning purple? I, I learned after the fact, but okay. I, I, I pivoted shortly after. <laughs> but my my second job after, which should have been my first, because um, my father uh, owned a sandwich business, was at. Subway and the tagline for Subway 
is not just a sandwich maker, but a sandwich artist. So I really took that job <laughs> seriously because I was creating art. Even something as simple as that, as simple as that, all jokes aside, is a way for you to create, a, to bring a sense of creativity to something that people wouldn't typically see as a creative act. Right. You know, I like, mean, tapping into the to the unimagined, right? The right. secret place that is everyone's imagination. Scientists concoct and create. Right. Architects right. imagine and build. That's good. Um, who else? Bakers. Uh, science. I mean, literally, like anyone. literally anybody can. Mathematician. If you're using it doesn't this really matter. Thing, you, right. It's like a lot of what we do on any given day. Granted, there is like there is a kind of routine to life in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. regardless of what you do. But for any given person, there's an opportunity to mm -hmm. create. Mm -hmm. And that's really up to the individual, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. up to you to choose to see things in a different way, to say, okay, well, things have worked this way before, but what happens if I bring this element mm -hmm. in? What happens if I introduce something else that, once, that wasn't previously here? And how does that impact what it can become? I agree. And I think that now this creative process, right? Bringing into the scene something that was seen, but you know, mm. basically you saw it with your imagination in the, but it wasn't seen in the physical realm and you're bringing it to become seen in the physical realm. That is a faith process. And I, and I really am pressed to believe that that imagination, those thoughts, that inspiration comes from somewhere. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think that like I, the thing as Isaiah is like navigating and moving about the world, the things that are inspiring you are very specific to you. The right. things that move me are specific to me and my call and things that make me come alive, make right. me inspired. And there's a part of me that as a creator... God has a way of opening our eyes to different things, different situations, different perspectives. And it feels like amusing, if you will, something that's kind of like sparked right. imagination, sparked creativity, sparked wonder. And I, every human being does it. Right. The question is, does every human being answer? Does every human being respond to that thing that's like, maybe there is something here. Maybe that is something that's begging to be birthed out of me. But yeah. a lot of the times it'll either be stifled, doled out, and well, then I, the snooze button will be hit on that inspiration. You I know? think you're totally spot on with that. And I love the way you kind of alluded to how creativity, creativity in and of itself is an act of faith. Mm -hmm. It's because like for something that you you don't truly know to be true that you haven't seen. It's like, you're kind of stepping out and seeing, okay, like what is possible? And, and again, this is not, I, I want to really remove the language around how this is just like the act of creativity is specifically only in the way we, we would perceive artistry today. Mm -hmm. It's like, even the way we, you know, would like to like, I'll, I'll use the example that, that, you know, kind of, we would've been talking about earlier. Um, even at the start of the year, us thinking about like our life, the different pieces mm -hmm. that we have in our in our right now to say, okay, God, what have you put in our hands mm -hmm. and how are we going to maximize what we have here? Mm -hmm. How can how can we kind of like make a path forward for ourselves mm -hmm. with what you've given us? We, we don't see it. Mm -hmm. We don't know how or why all of these different things that we have here make sense together, mm -hmm. but let's... Let's find a way forward. Yeah, let's in faith. Let's see what's possible. Follow the inspiration. Let's follow the things that we're imagining. Right. That seem very clear. Right. And what they seem clear, but we still don't know. Right. You know what I mean? And you're walking forward in that. 
And I think that it, totally I think it's sweet. like, I, and I and I do think it's it is like God too to give us a seed of inspiration and then using that as a reason to step forward in faith. You 100%. know, because because he's like, so what you going to do? Through I that, called you, I inspired cause, you. Because through that, it it almost like requires for us to be deten- dependent on God too mm-hmm. to give us the next step along the way. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So even that alone is an act of creativity. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think that that you know that call to creativity, the call to create, the call to bring from your imagination something visual, something seen is not only an act of faith, but an act of obedience Mm. as well. Because for God to call, inspire, lead, he didn't have to inspire you. He didn't have to move you, but there's clearly something that he's wanting to do um, Mm. through you. And I think it says it in Ephesians where it says, we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared for us before the foundations of the earth. So it's like you're a created being made to create, or you are his handiwork, his craftsmanship made to create something. Um, and I think when that inspiration and that call comes upon you or the, the motivation, right. And you fail to move. It's almost like delayed obedience or complete disobedience because Again, he didn't have to do it, but he did. And so it's like stepping out in faith is saying, you know what, God, I don't see the full picture, but not only am I going to have to depend on you, but I'm trusting that your heart for me, your hand for me, you know, your vision over my life or whatever the case may be is sovereign over what I'm physically seeing right now. I may not see it, but I'm going to walk with the belief okay. that something will come so to me from that. So you've sparked so. a couple of ideas and I want to potentially take this in two different directions. I'm going to start in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't let me forget, the second thing I want to talk about is the mm-hmm. resistance piece. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of the inspiration, do you think that that's something that everyone experiences? Like, who is that reserved for? Is that, like, like how, does, how do you think that works? Like, is everyone inspired? Is that only just by luck? Or is that some people who tend to feel more inspired than others? Like, how do you think that works if we're tying this in with like, you know, something that's coming from God? I think as long as you are alive, there is inspiration. The question is, are you aware, right? I mean, inspiration is imagination. It's entering into that space of saying, oh, I, I'm seeing something that I've never seen before, right. or maybe I have seen it, but I'm seeing something very clearly in this imagined space. Like, why is that separate from, like, I think sometimes what people will do is like say, oh, that's just like, whatever, that's just a childish thing. That's just a creative thing. That's something that kids do. And it's like, well, one, not only are kids revered in scripture, right, as being, um, having childlike faith and being innocent and trusting. And, um, but I think a lot of the times people will think that it's just for children because one, we've outgrown that. We think it's too foolish. We think it doesn't make sense, but I'm believing that biologically and psychologically, there's a reason that that was placed within human beings. How is that not something that's an in, intentional design by God? Right. You know, it's hard to how quantify, can't though. it be? I, it's, it's it really is hard to, to quantify, quantify, right? quantify, but I do believe that that's what makes us different from all these right. animals, our right. ability to create, to imagine, to, to build a future, to see things, to, you know, um, 
navigate me, and to progress forward because of our imagination, yeah. because of our creativity. But to me, that's what makes me, that's what convinces me further that, that like inspiration really is an act of God. I believe it's that like, too. Yeah. It's, it's something, and it's something that we're like, God is constantly um, leaving clues and, and sparks. And it's like, unless we are open to seeing it, then we can just continue to live life in a way where we're just completely blind to all the possibilities mm-hmm. of, of what can be created. I think like, yeah. Um, yeah. E- even like there was it's a, that, that, that Ted talk we were talking about, mm-hmm. I, I'm Which not remembering kind of- the, the name. It's like it's talking about the, ins- the inspiration of genius, mm-hmm. but she referred to how like in Roman times, the idea of, of genius was more along the lines of how it came from an external divine source. Mm-hmm. It it touched somebody and then they were able to create from that place. Mm-hmm. And then now conversely in modern in modern times Since the people, Renaissance, I think people think said, about yeah. people think and experience this idea differently where they almost for some reason talk about it like it's self-generated. Mm. And I think that's especially when you think about it from a spiritual lens that seems like such a like such a short circuiting of what it really means mm. cuz like it almost it almost implies that you have to self generate and like and curate something so perfectly for us to to talk about like genius in the sense where it's prescribed to a person mm-hmm. when in reality it makes that much especially as a person of faith it makes that much more sense to me to think about this idea of inspiration or genius as as something that comes from outside of yourself from god for you to like experience it or to like be moved by it and then have to act on it in faith mm-hmm. you know yeah because the inspiration is nothing if if you don't choose to step out and mm-hmm. do something and with see, it, see something know? of it yeah i think that what you're talking about is also where in this day and age, people have run with that notion that self is the center. And that's yeah. why we get conversations of manifestation of like building things and creating things. Cause I said, so it's coming from self, Wow, you know what I mean? That's... Versus understanding that inspiration is not, you know, self is not the center, you know? And I think that's one way to suss out whether or not, you know, as we believe that God is a creator and we were created to create by him, that the outcome of whatever gets created is one for his glory. That's what it is. It's never self-elevation. Whatever you're dreaming, if you dreamed and you said, God has inspired me that a Lambo is in my destiny, tell me if the Lambo ain't for God's glory or however that's supposed to work, I would question that because then you're, you know, then we're tinkering with like, what is self-proclaimed, um, manifestation versus what is the will of God inspiring and moving through human beings. And I think one, the fruit of it should speak for it, the glory of the Lord. And then also um, I feel like this spirit of manifestation as it's led in pride leads to destruction. That's what the Bible tells us. And so we may not see it in this, you know, early, but on an eternal ramifications. Yeah. Why? So does everything does every bit of inspiration you think have to explicitly reroute itself back to the glory of the Lord? How about if, for example, a TV writer mm-hmm. gets inspired for this idea for a show that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the glorification of God? Well, I think that person could still make the argument that they received the inspiration from mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, where? How do you reconcile that? 
Yeah, that's fair. Because I think human beings, by nature, we were designed to imagine and to create. But I think the work that we're supposed to do, the things that we're called to do, are the ones that glorify God. It says all things are by Him, through Him, and for Him. Right. And so if we were created to do the good work that He established, then maybe not all inspiration is created equal is what I'm trying to say. You know, or, yeah. I think there's some that might have lasting fruit that has like God glorifying fruit. That's and then inspiration that comes easily, right? Like the or, fruit or is maybe, easy. Or maybe the it's just or maybe it's just the the like subject matter aside, maybe it's just the um specificity or like the uniqueness of of the of the thoughts that have come together that can still speak to the glory of God because it's mm-hmm. it's like how God can empower somebody to, you know, think in a certain way or to like execute in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But the way in which you choose to bring it forth is really up to the person at the end of the day, right? So whether you make a movie or make a cake. So Yeah, or just like how you choose to how you choose to package it, you know? Right. Like I think there's still God could be glorified out of the fact that regardless of what the subject matter is, it was still a very like in, in, as it regards to mm. as it as it relates to craft, it's still something that's truly uniquely amazing. You know, interesting. Regardless of what regardless of what they're specifically talking about. Um, um, yeah. So uh, again, maybe let me ask you then: What would you say of art that's created that goes contrary to the things of God? Well, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think um, is it the process itself that is of faith, or is it do we speak anything of the outcome? I think you can look at both of them separately. Mm-hmm. I think the glorifi- the glorification of God is not necessarily, doesn't have to necessarily be attached to the outcome. I think God can get glory out of even a, a uniquely, uh, like something that, something that really highlights craft. Mm-hmm. Even if like, say for example, the, the film or the movie that was made has nothing to do with uh, a topic that that explicitly glorifies God, mm-hmm. but even through that, someone can really acknowledge the the um, the, the camera work or the, the or the direction the or or the or the gifting of the acting. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, so. I, I my my point is, and this is kind of we're kind of digressing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think there is a there is something there's a way to acknowledge the genius or the or the divine inspiration around something, but the way in which people choose to exercise it is still up to the, the 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 will of the human human being at the end of the day, right? Yeah. So um, that's good. I think, and I guess that kind of like segues segues into the next idea. Then is are people exercising it, and why not? You know, what do, what are, do you mean by that? Are people exercising the inspiration, the the sparks, the inspiration, the musing, and full, seeing it fully realized? Are people walking through that process, doing the creative process, and? That's kind of where that conversation of resistance shows up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think and um, why that exists. Yeah, I, I mean, so, you know, we've, it's been a while for me, but like we were talking about the book, Stephen Pressfield's book, The War mm-hmm. of Art. Mm-hmm. And, read it if you haven't and had a chance. That idea of resistance, at least how he speaks about it in the book, mm-hmm. I think is really interesting because. Mm-hmm. It just speaks to how anytime you are endeavoring to do something um, that is creative in nature or like, you know, creative in the sense that you're trying to bring something forth that's not there, mm-hmm. you always will automatically receive 
Resistance, yeah. yeah. And and the way he wrote it, like I remember reading it the first time, I'm like, this does not explicitly sound like it's a faith-based book, but it's like, (laughs) he has to be because it's just like the way in which he's referencing it feels like there's just a clear correlation Mm -hmm. there, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's just like one of the, one of the ways in which the enemy will constantly push back against things that were meant to be brought forth, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And even like, you know, we were talking about the conversation of, of, of this podcast tonight. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you, if you're working under the assumption, which we both do, Mm -hmm. that as people of faith, Mm -hmm. there is, there are forces of good Mm -hmm. God and there are forces of evil, Mm -hmm. the enemy. Principalities. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Then anytime you are, seeking to do something that can make a difference or can really make a positive dent in the world that we live in, then you have to think about why there wouldn't be pushback because there is, because there is, you know? So like, it's like for every, every positive force, there's a negative force. There's There's a a pull. There's a push and a pull with everything. Which should be a mile marker to you then, right? When you You would think, you would think. It's hard to see it happening because even now, like our goal was to produce a podcast episode that we are hoping will be encouraging to you guys. And in the process of wanting to do that, sure enough, we got in an argument and I honest to God was about to just throw the whole thing out. I'm like, we're not doing it tonight. I I wasn't ready to take it that far, but. (laughs) You, you, You know, even then, like, I was far less inclined and willing to be cooperative. <laughs> Welcome to marriage, guys. Because I, you know, we got into that argument, and then immediately I was like, "Okay, let me just be real and honest here." There's definitely some pushback because everything that this could be, the good thing that this could be, there's a pull to not do it. And my default and the easy answer would be to. Yeah. To follow the resistance. It's easier to fall into resistance. Just yeah. say, oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I don't have the capacity to come up with all the excuses. However, the resistance shows up in your life. Right. But it takes greater levels to break past the resistance. You know, and I we can talk about like ways to like push past that resistance. But it, it is counterintuitive and counter your um, instincts to... To push yeah. back against resistance. I think it's really interesting. I'm not like hearing you say that is making me ask the question, like, how do you push back? And I think part of how you push back, at least from a biblical standpoint, is like you have to, and, and that's why we, that's why it's so important to, um, to possess the fruits, the fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. like the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness, mm-hmm. the self control. It's mm-hmm. like these are not just like, nice suggestions it's like you know for someone who has self-control in a scenario like the one we just described Mm -hmm. you you can be a little bit more sober-minded about Mm -hmm. oh what's actually happening so you can assess something for what it is because you know when when we get in a fight like that it's like oh well i'm it's natural your flesh wants to let your pride or your whatever Mm -hmm. to take over and say well i feel wronged by this so as a result i'm gonna draw a hard line here as a result, as as a as opposed to someone who is operating out of patience, a fruit of the spirit, or yeah. you know any other fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. that can you know kind of give you a second to, yeah. s- to really acknowledge what's going on and mm-hmm. try to operate outside of that. Yeah, and it's easy to just see it from the surface, right? That it's just an argument, but realistically, you're right. It's it's deeper than that. It's you know a push against you 
coming through to be able to create, being able to put that good thing forward, you know, being able to come in unity in marriage, which is a good thing that God desires, you know? So anytime you like set your mind to do something good, to get up and work out, to go and create this life, you know, in that you want the thing that God has inspired in you, you know, the better, uh, a challenged you, a well-read you, a, um, progressive you, you know, and the better version of you that operates in the fruits of the spirit, right? Self-control, patience, kindness. There is honest to God war against you becoming this person and the enemy will stop at nothing to keep that from happening. And so when it shows up, my immediate default is Isaiah and I talk about this, but like talking about like the enemy. I'm one of those that like wants to get buck in the spiritual. She's, if little, I feel she's, a, she's a little aggressive. I have to say, I'm like, I'll fight the <laughs> devil, but I'm not going to do it. God's going to get him. You know what I mean? Like I wish you chihuahua over here. I'm not, dude. I'm I'm a tiger in the spiritual realm. Don't play me, Isaiah. I will fight the devil. No, but do, like you, take my hoops out, and I literally will be like, look. I probably I know this resistance is here, right. but I know who's stronger. So I go into prayer immediately. Okay, God, you got this because this is something good that's supposed to be happening. And one example I'll give you is even me trying to write the book of you. Right. Lord, have mercy. The amount of resistance that has shown up, and even now, so like the self doubt. Exactly. And I remember having to just surrender and constantly before I even got to writing any creative process, I will always pray and I'll say, Lord, I'm we're trying to create something from nothing you inspire you battle you do what you need to do and help me you know have the I, discipline you know i kind of like in hearing you say this it makes me almost think about how important it is for us to think about our lives as a creative act because in doing so now you are that much more intentional and you can see things from the framework that if i'm constantly moving forward to accomplish and bring things forth into into our life, then you have to understand that it's not just you casually going through life, choosing to do one thing or, or another. There's there's a, a force pushing back against you. And it's only sometimes when you realize that there's something that's working against you that it gives you a sense of intentionality about why you need to be that much more direct and clear about what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. As opposed to like thinking, oh, there's no, there. I have no obstacles. I have no nothing that's, working against me. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do things as they come. I'm just going to let things happen. Mm -hmm. But I think the framework of knowing that an intentionally creative and a creative and intentional life is one where there is resistance and I have to be direct and intentional about Mm -hmm. what I'm doing as Mm -hmm. a result. Exactly. Exactly. I think that 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 knowledge is enough to help you power through. And there's like so many biblical examples, right? Jesus tempted in the the desert when the enemy kind of pushed against Jesus trying to fulfill the will of God and him having Mm. to like push back. Mm. You also have example, it says like the devil is like a roaring lion waiting for those he can devour. But it says, if you resist him, he Mm. will flee. So there's even that idea Mm. of resist. Maybe there's something there. Oh, interesting. (laughs) The idea of like even resisting him itself, like resisting this Thing that's pushing against you, this force that's tr- coming against you becoming the person that God has called you to be and that requiring an act of faith, you know, there's going to come resistance and you're going to have to push back against that. But a lot of that starts in prayer and discipline. I think those two things are the things and maybe a determined will to see, to see the, the version of yourself that God has in store realized and a relentless pursuit of that. 
you know, I love that. of reflecting his image of being, I often will tell myself, I'm t- I don't want to be the Loza that I've imagined. I want to be the Loza that God intended. And I'm willing to do anything to s- let that come to pass. And that means having to submit in prayer. Sometimes it requires fasting for different areas or I can tell I'm really struggling. Yeah. And then other times it's building the scaffolding of like discipline and asking God for the fruit of self-control, right? Because if you're going to show up and do the deed anyways, then resistance ain't going, you know, you. if the resistance to not work out shows up in the morning, I'm like, well, I'm choosing and I'm being intentional about powering through even though i don't feel it because then he'll come so am I you with you emotions say, with like everything to like push you back so so am i hearing you say that a creative act mm-hmm. uh in this case we're talking about it just through the lens of like life is, is a creative act supposed to cost you Pro- it probably will yeah i mean yeah it, it, it most likely will. it has to right yeah it has to right because yeah, like that's good even when you when, even when you're thinking about it in terms of like the more traditional versions of how we perceive creativity nothing really comes for free it's like mm. there there's like kind of an unearthing an, an that happens mm-hmm. where you have to kind of like dig past the surface, the surface level, to yeah. really That's get good. what you you know and i think that just really speaks to the i think it just kind of reiterates this idea that like resistance is kind of like a principle of life there's mm-hmm. always some form of resistance so like it's interesting to me when what we know to be true from a spiritual mm-hmm. standpoint is also consistent with what we know to be true kind of in a, in a 100%. natural sense. I think it's kind of interesting for those of you guys that haven't seen Stutz. I always will reference this, but Stutz is a documentary on Netflix about Jonah Hill's therapist. And he said for all his years in like psychology that he had studied, giving people tools to kind of work past their individual barriers, no matter how much he advised him, no matter how well people like really strive to do better for themselves, he said there was some part of them that was constantly pushing back and he ends up labeling this as part X and he used language like, you know, um, the enemy and resistance. And um, one of the tools that they had been talking about was like potentially tapping into prayer, right? Mm -hmm. Calling on a power that's stronger than you to help you because if you and are you like obviously using the biblical language, if like yourself and your flesh is fighting against you, there's got to be help somewhere else. Right. Where are you going to get it? Right, right, you know? right, right, right. So tapping into a greater power saying, God help me or whatever the case may be, will be one way to create an avenue and a way forward, you know? And it's, prayer itself is an act of resistance against resistance. That's really good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I like about that too, is it kind of um, ties into this idea that we can't do this on our own. 100%. This is like, yeah. This is as, as counterintuitive as it sounds, at least from the artistic standpoint, it's a, it's, it's, it's a dependent act. We need, mm-hmm. we need something just outside of ourselves. I think to think wouldn't that, that everything, be like God, though? wouldn't that be like God though? To create us in his image, to have to do something that would require us to be dependent on a God that's bigger than us. Can you, like, isn't that kind of crazy? That's Cause I think, wild, yeah. I think it really, I think we really do sell ourselves short when we think that everything could be done Mm. in and of ourselves. And that's like such a natural instinct, you know, even for like us who, who know, who know that we need God. Sometimes our natural default is to be like, I got this, you know, but I (laughs) think I'll tap in right now, but truly, you know, 
the a life a, a, a life well lived and one that really seeks to unearth a life of true creativity is one where we have to look outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's true dependence. I know dependence look is seen, I know dependence is typically perceived as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But it's probably the best thing that you could ever count on as especially as someone as 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 a believer who knows mm-hmm. that our life is not our own mm-hmm. then dependence is is it's a it's a very positive thing mm-hmm. yeah i mean the it's entire a necessity actually it's right. a necessity yeah and it corroborates with scripture because it's also very counterintuitive right it's it's upside sad. down it's yeah. upside down yeah yeah and I, I think that. to, you know, it's easy to want to err on the side of self and independence and manifestation because self did it. But it's an entirely different thing to tap into the God of the universe who created you and is calling you to depend on him as he inspires new things and new dreams and new things within you for his glory. That's just, it's just bigger than you. I think it's consistent with God's character and who you know, he calls us to be too, because mm-hmm. I think when you truly know that and you believe that there's no way you can have a elevated sense of self either, because you know, it's not, it, it, there, there, humility is baked into that because you know, you're not responsible for that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's God, it's God. Everything Period. is, everything yeah. is on, is everything is on God. Yeah. How could you think, how could you think so highly of yourself when you know it's not coming from you? Yeah. It might go through you, yeah, God could use you, mm-hmm. but that's not that's not me. I didn't come mm-hmm. up with that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And there's a real humility in that, mm-hmm. which I think we can oftentimes really like forget that we can glaze let over that. Yeah, yeah, we can glaze over that. Yeah, I think it takes intentionality to say, you know what, I'm willing to press into viewing it this way, and let me just see God. Like yeah. even that itself, making that choice is an act of faith and saying, show me God. Yeah. Show me, like I'm willing to see. I want to see for myself what this looks like. Yeah. It's one thing to see it through another person, but it's hard to believe, is that possible for me too? And I think that itself, the choice to do that is an act of faith. What The, the, the way of- The say, choice of having to act, ask God to to inspire you, to dream through you, especially yeah. if you're a person that has always right. done it as self. Because right, right, right. you don't know anything. You're right. processing from a place that's kind of unknown to you. Right. Like we all are, right? It takes faith to um, fuel faith. Right. It takes faith to inspire us in a creative element. Um, yeah, I think all arrows point back to God and... That's and the, I think if anything, that should if, if anything that should give us all license to believe that mm-hmm. that God could use anything, anyone to accomplish whatever anywhere. He wants mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it should just provide us with a further sense of confidence that we should remove any limiting beliefs that we have. Because you know, if you're someone who's you know found themselves stuck or you know feeling like they can't move forward mm. in life the way that they thought they could then maybe it's worth asking yourself why and 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 thinking about how god could use whatever pieces that you have around you mm-hmm. for the good of his will mm-hmm. and it's never too late it's there's the, the thing about like when we look at romans 8:28 it says uh god works all things together for the good of those who love him so mm-hmm. all things meaning the things that are seemingly bad, the things that are seemingly good, Mm -hmm. the things that were unexpected, the things that you thought were gonna happen, regardless if your story went left, right, up, down, back, back, two up, three back, (laughs) he could still use all of that Mm -hmm. and and make it work for your good. 
and and wow that's the amazing talk about yeah. an ultimate creative <laughs> man bro talk yeah, about an ultimate creative and it's not, never a copycat because there's only one you no mm -hmm. there that is not a repeatable playbook mm -hmm. this is a truly uniquely designed thing that only the god of heaven and earth could do that's the beauty of that's that's some beautiful creativity that's right there and that's a masterpiece that is a period. true yeah. masterpiece mm -hmm, right there mm -hmm. yeah but I, even again goes back to the faith process is letting him create right. letting him create the masterpiece in you because it's there it's there all the pieces all of it's there and you know what that kind of makes me think about mm -hmm. like when i came back from drama school and um you know, when you go to drama school, like the whole process of like approaching acting is different than what you would do for television and film because that, but I'll tell you why. Elaborate. <laughs> yeah, because like when you're in drama school and you're working on plays, you typically have six, week at a, six weeks at a time to like really just mull over something and let it marinate. And, you know, you can kind of like ease your way into it over time. And it's just like, you know, these ridiculous exercises of like, you know, I'm just going to, today I'm going to walk around the city uh, walking a mile in the shoes of somebody who isn't me. It's like, you, you have, you can be afforded the opportunity to experiment with just different things that are time consuming and, you know, you could just play around with it. Right. Mm -hmm. But moving back and then experiencing, um, what like the quick turnaround world of, of film and television was, it's like, oh, you get an audition, you have 24 to 48 hours to, to respond to the casting director and and put put something on tape or go mm -hmm. into an office and, mm -hmm. and and like through that the the type A side of me wanting to be a good student was like oh okay I got twenty four hours I'm gonna study this thing I'm gonna grip it I'm gonna mold this and then I'm gonna hold on to it so tight and I'm gonna make this thing what it's supposed to be not realizing until time passed that. The only way to truly let something like this breathe is to not micromanage suffocate. it or suffocate it or hold it or control it. You have to just let it be what it is. Mm -hmm. You have to let it move and evolve naturally and let it go where it's supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's a plan, there's a direction, there's a scaffolding, but you have to have the trust in what you're doing to let it go and mm -hmm. to let it breathe and to let it be what it's supposed to mm -hmm. be. So I bring that up just to say in the same way, I think, we can't try to completely mm. manage our lives and just grip it so yeah, tight we that we feel somewhere, baby. Got somewhere. We, we can't grip our lives yeah, to the point where we good. feel like we know exactly what the masterpiece that we want to create because we have to let the master make the masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. So, man, I think it's just, uh, I think it's, I think it's a reminder to us to, be okay with letting go sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? That I think that's harder for some of us than it is. I know it was hard for me. Yeah, um, for everybody. But that but that's what faith is. Mm -hmm. Trusting that a god bigger than yourself actually will hold you down. Is actually actually has a vantage point that you don't and you're okay with that. And letting him create. And letting him create. I'm cool with that. A masterpiece. I love that. So on that note, I to all of you I say peace. No, that's no, 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 not yet. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's yeah. um, yeah, I, I love we, that. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, praise God for the journey that we just went on with that because we started with the idea, and it always of, happens with each one of these episodes. I kind lately. of like, I kind of 
I mean, it feels very vulnerable, but I kind of like not exactly knowing where we're going and then arriving. Thanks, God. Thanks, God, for, <laughs> for you know, even this is yeah. a creative process. I mean, it's so interesting because we've kind of like still created a general desired direction, but we're creating. Yeah. We're creating, we're talking, yeah. and you guys got to see a bit of that process. So yeah, um, we hope this episode encouraged you guys. And if it did, let Did us, it encourage you? It encouraged me. I feel encouraged. I feel encouraged. Watch yeah. what we create. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we'll see what God creates through us, most importantly. So um, we will include a lot of these verses that we kind of referred into the show notes, uh, as well as basically all of our Insta handles. Um, our social media handles. So reach out to us on there. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Review it, share it, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, can you scroll down so we can see who our sponsor is today? Oh. Tedros team <laughs> is our sponsor. Uh, shout out to the number one real estate team in Long Beach and Los Angeles. Yay. If you have any real estate needs, we got you. Uh, it would be our honor to walk you through the process and help you um, create a home for yourselves. So, this guy's bringing um, things full circle. I love to see it. Um, so yeah, come create with us yeah. in that regards. But yeah, we're thrilled that you guys are here. We love you guys, light and lovers. We hope yes. you guys tune in and this we'll catch actually, you guys. This is, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to bring this back for a second, but you know what? This is actually a really beautiful thing that we're doing here because I feel like yeah. through this, we are, we, we really are creating community as well along yeah. the way, you know? Um, so thank you guys for going on this journey with us. <laughs> I know the best is yet to come. Yeah. And you know, as God continues to inspire us, we will um, collaborate with you guys to create a community that can encourage one another and to, you know, tackle ideas that are practical and relevant to the things that we experience on mm -hmm. the day to day. Yeah. As we navigate it transparently, that's our ultimate goal. It's like literally we're bringing to you guys things that we're experiencing in real time right. and filtering it through how we filter it through the f lens of faith. Um in godly principles and trying to live a life that brings God glory yep. while also living in LA. The, the real life world here. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyways, we love you guys. Catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.